Hello and welcome to the Dangerous Creatures podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Ryan. On this podcast, we'll be bringing you stories of humans being attacked by animals. What happened? Why it happened? And and all all the gory details. details. Welcome back to episode 12 of the Dangerous Creatures podcast. Hey guys. Today we have a request yeah. from one of our listeners by the name of Nathan. Nada. Nado. Nado. <laughs> who has been a listener from the beginning and gave me quite some interesting feedback when we first started such as the fact that I lacked emotion. <laughs> I don't think so. When talking about <laughs> gruesome details. So uh hopefully my emotion has improved. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, he's been a really great listener and he sent me a beautiful message on our Facebook page, Dangerous Creatures. And requested that we talk about the biggest land animal on earth. Uh, elephants. Of course, it's the elephant. The beautiful, majestic, intelligent. Smart. Elephant. We love them. They're beautiful. So, there are two different species of elephants. The African elephant and the Asian elephant. So, obviously, the African elephants live in sub-Saharan Africa and is the largest out of the two elephants, standing at 8.2 to 13 feet tall and weighing up to 2.5 to 7 tons. That's crazy Which in kilograms is roughly... 6,350 kilograms. 6,000 kilograms? Yeah. Wow. Big boys. So there's two types of African elephants. We've got the forest elephant, which lives in the west and central forest regions of Africa. And then we've got the African savannah elephant, which lives in the eastern and southern parts like (laughs) Namibia. (laughs) Yeah, you got there in the end. (laughs) It's hard to say. Namibia. 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 Mozambique and South Africa. Uh, the Asian elephants are much smaller, standing up to 6.6 to 6.8 feet high and weighing between 2.25 and 5.5 tons. They live in Asia in forest regions like India and Southeast Asia, like Myanmar. 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 Uh, they're the ones that you see people um, on their backs. Well, yes. Yep. When they go for a holiday to Thailand, say. Yes. So, yeah, yeah I was actually going to say Thailand, Cambodia, and Laos. Uh, one thing to note about Asian elephants is that a third of their population is in captivity. Wow. So, which is sad, 
but also helpful for conservation efforts as they are at serious risk of becoming extinct. Yeah. So we do need them in those reserves where they can be looked, looked after. after. So if we went to like Melbourne Zoo, what kind of elephant um, would be would we be looking at? So they have the Asian elephants there okay. and they yeah. currently have six Asian elephants there. So um, now that lockdown is finished in Melbourne, yay, we'll go. we can go and have a look at um, the elephants and some of the other animals and... Um, do a little bit of field research there. <laughs> Take some photos. Chuck yourself in the cage and see how you go. Yeah. We'll That's s- some field research. After this, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so there are an estimated 20,000 to 40,000 of these guys left in the wild, so the Asian elephants, with the main threat to them being habitat loss, poaching, and the tourism trade. And that actually includes the riding on the backs and one of the worst things I ever did that I still feel guilty about well when I was uh, I think I must have been around 19 we went over to Bali I went there with a couple of girlfriends and obviously not being educated we just thought you know the riding of the elephants was just something fun that you could do but Looking back now, I feel extreme guilt over that, that I was contributing to that elephant exploitation. Were they chained up or something? I don't think that they were chained. I can't really remember, but I know that riding them is not really something that I, you should I be doing. I know that they do steal baby elephants from their mums mm. to train them, quotation marks. Yeah, and... I just don't agree with the exploitation of any animal to make a profit, whether that be circuses. Making podcasts. (laughs) uh, Greyhound racing, (laughs) that kind of a thing. So I just wanted to tell you guys that little story and that I do feel guilt over it. She has a tear in her eye. I do have a tear in my eye. So I would love to go back to Bali and maybe go to one of the... Uh, sanctuaries there where, Reserves, yeah. yeah, to, um, and maybe making donation to them for riding their poor elephants. So anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So according to the Nat Geo documentary Elephant Rage, which you can watch on YouTube, roughly 500 people per year are killed by elephants which is more than any other animal we have discussed thus far. Is That's more than shark attacks as well, isn't that it? That is 100% more than shark attacks, Gee more whiz. than lions, more than tigers. Chimpanzees. Yeah, they are very, very dangerous. And I think they're probably up there with uh, hippopotamuses, which we will discuss as well, which are considered, considered one of the world's most dangerous animals. Gee. So, Caitlin O'Connell Rodwell, who is a biologist at Stanford University, says, quote, I do think elephants are becoming more aggressive towards humans in very compressed areas where they are being shot and harassed. Can you blame them? Like, I would be angry too if I got shot and, <laughs> and harassed. harassed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, 
an elephant can split a person's skull with just a flick of its trunk and can easily trample you. And badly treated elephants will look for an opportunity to do so and deliberately try to kill their abuser. So they will get revenge, revenge. on you. I'm going to tell you a bonkers story about that right now. <laughs> bonkers? Yeah. <laughs> this was a story I was telling you about where I was like, oh my God, this story is crazy. What about the all the elephants that were in circuses and stuff? Yeah, there's been instances where they flipped on the circus trainers and in a show yeah it happens with lions and tigers it's like we really don't give animals enough credit like they are going to retaliate at some point so the blair brothers who are just a musical duo uh wrote about a sumatran friend of theirs who had wounded an elephant that had been raiding his crops only to be chased up a tree (laughs) The elephant then went back and forth between a stream and the tree, spraying the tree's roots with water until it was able to loosen it enough to push it over and trample the man to death. What? Yes. It was smart enough to know to loosen the roots of the tree to push it down so it could squish this man that wounded it. My gosh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's like a planned murder. I know. Jesus. Um, and I just want to tell you a little bit of a study to really show you just how intelligent and sentient they are. Because, you know, you hear that thing, elephants never forget. So researchers at the University of Sussex in Brighton in the UK discovered that elephants can distinguish differences in human gender age and ethnicity purely by the sound of their voice. Wow. Yeah. So what they did was they got two Kenyan men from differing ethnic groups, the Maasai and the Kamba. And the Maasai tribe have a history of killing elephants, while the Kamba do not. Okay. The researchers recorded the two men saying, look, look over there, a group of elephants is coming in their different languages and played the recordings to elephant family groups in a national park in Kenya. When the elephants heard the voices of the Maasai, so the mean ones, they showed signs of fear, huddled together and moved away from the voice. But when they heard the same phrase spoken by the Kamba tribe member, it evoked no emotion, meaning they can differentiate the two languages. Wow. And not only that, but the same recordings by women and children of either tribe left them unfazed, suggesting that they can not only distinguish between ethnic groups, but between age and gender as well, knowing that men are the most likely to pose a threat. They're the dangerous ones. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy, yes. So it's just so smart. So we'll get on to some stories. I've got these next two stories I feel might be a little controversial. Why? In a way. Um, some of my favorite animal attack stories <laughs> are the ones where hunters get killed by the animals they're trying to hunt. So, and I know that some people don't 
feel the same because like it's a human life or whatever. But but you're saying karma, karma. Bitch. I'm saying karma. I don't agree with it. We are anti-hunting on the Dangerous Creatures podcast. So I'm going to tell these stories anyway, and if you don't like it, you can leave. So (laughs) there's the door. Show yourself out. So the first story comes from May 22nd in 2017. The hunter, 51-year-old Thunus Botha from South Africa, had been leading paying tourists on hunting trips for over three decades, especially helping tourists complete their big five, which is... Elephant, a yep. rhino, yep, um, a tiger, nope, a lion, yep. Okay, you got two more. Mm. Leopard, yep. One more. One more. One more. Mm. So we've got the African elephant, the rhino, the lion, the leopard, and hyena. Nah, <laughs> snake. I don't think you'll get it. No, I won't. Cape buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for the big skull. Big horns and... Yeah. yeah. And they're super dangerous, which we will we'll cover them eventually. So, and I actually went onto his website um, to see how much it costs, but they were like, email us for price package details, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So, I can assume it's expensive. So, on May 19th, Thunus was leading a group in a hunt at Good Luck Farm. Mwah, not so much near Huang National Park when they stumbled upon a a herd of breeding elephants. Three elephants charged directly at the group, but a fourth caught them by surprise as she charged in from the side. She picked him up with her trunk and another member shot her, killing her, but also killing Thunus because she crushed him as she fell down. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> How does he still have a website if he's? I don't know. <laughs> if he's perished, I guess someone's, uh, someone else is running it. So would they count that as an elephant fatality or a gun fatality? What do you mean? Well, because the elephant fell on him. Yeah, but so... he got shot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So, but the gun didn't kill him. It was, it, what's it called? Like a ricochet effect. Sort a of. ricochet effect. Yeah, because, well, the person shot the elephant, the elephant fell, and then the el- fell it's on like him. like second degree murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except the poor elephant died as well, so. Oh, okay, true. Yeah. So, C.J. Prinslow, another big game hunter in South Africa, who was a friend, said he had posted on Facebook to memorialize his friend, but had to delete the post after it was inundated with negative comments. Quote, people have been saying it's a good thing that he died and it makes me so angry. Um, and someone, I was looking through some of the comments and someone said... <laughs> <laughs> Did the elephant pose with him for a photo of his kill? <laughs> <laughs> I know I shouldn't laugh, but I'm like, you're putting yourself in those situations. And if you were going out there without a weapon and trying to kill it, fair game. But the fact that you've got a gun and 
this elephant. Ah, uh, they probably had. They all probably had guns. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like six guns versus nothing. One one elephant, and it's not as if you can really miss an elephant. They just stand there. Yeah, true. Like it's just fucked. I just don't agree. Um, so that was Thunus, who perished. And then we're going to talk about one more hunter story and then I'm going to move on. Okay. Because I don't want... And I'm probably going to do an episode just all on hunters being killed by animals. <laughs> Is there that many? Yeah. Oh, well... Not just elephants, but like just... tigers and shit. Just all types of animals that have gotten revenge on their hunters. That'd be a good ass episode. Because I think it's so funny. <laughs> but sad. But sad. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So only three months after Thunus was killed... 46-year-old oil worker Jose Monsalves from Argentina was hunting in a private wildlife area in Namibia. 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 With another Argentinian man and three Namibians. After finding a herd of elephants, Jose positioned himself and lined up his target. Sensing the threat... One of the elephants broke free and directly targeted him before trampling him to death. Couldn't get a shot off. Guess not. They're pretty fast. Are they? I was watching some YouTube videos and once they get going, they're just like a steam train coming at ya. How fast are we talking here? So African elephants can run at speeds of up to 40 kilometers an 40 k's an hour. Wow. Yeah. Um... Not for too long, though. Not for I'm too guessing. long. <laughs> so they have a, usually a top speed of twenty-five, um, but they can get up twenty-five. That's, that's a, probably faster than I can sprint. That's a lot, and you got to think they're really big, and they can cover a lot of ground quite quickly as well. So once they're upon you, you know you're stuffed. Yep. So, elephant hunting is, in fact, legal in some countries, and in both cases I just mentioned, they were not breaking any laws, okay? That's bullshit. So, That's fucked up. I know. Um, and there was a quote from an article on All That's Interesting about this guy who just got trampled, um, and the author said, quote, legal or not, if you don't want a giant and majestic creature to crush you to death with its 13,000 pound body, maybe don't try and murder it. <laughs> and I was like, well, fair enough. she's got a point. Like, and how is it not illegal? Okay. So if people want to come at me, I know that there's things to like, oh, when they kill them, they give the bodies to the tribes to eat or something like that, but... Do they? Well, I don't think... It's not attractive when people post a photo on Instagram of them holding the dead carcass of an animal that they shot, like a giraffe or an elephant. Like, as if you'd look at that and be like, wow, that's so attractive. It's like, you fucking just... That animal was probably just standing there and you shot it. Yeah. It's not like, I feel a little bit different when people go shooting pests. Okay. Yeah. I can get onto board with that, you know, especially for conservation, yeah, like foxes and rabbits. If it's, if it's and wrecking rabbits. the whole, um, environment. environment. Yeah. 100%. I agree with that. I'm not opposed. But not, not for elephants just 
walking around. No, not just for trophy hunting and for you to mount their head on a wall. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's shit. I don't agree with it. I don't know why it's not illegal. I remember when we came to have a look at this house before we bought it. Do you remember when we went into that room and they had a freaking deer's head? Did they? Yes. And I was like, ew. <laughs> you don't remember that? Ugh. Uh. I was like, no. But we still bought the house anyway. So. Dear me. <laughs> cool. So the next story comes from Thailand in 2009. Police began investigating a horrific attack that occurred in southern Thailand in the Trang province where an elephant stomped three rubber plantation workers to death. Quote, The female beast first crushed a 44-year-old male worker who was working in a farm. She then freely wandered into another plantation a few miles away and attacked a 38-year-old woman. Her husband saw it charging toward her, grabbing her body with its trunk and hurling her on the ground before stomping on her body. That's brutal. Police Lieutenant Sonjit Mawu also said another victim, a 51-year-old woman, was also found dead in a nearby plantation later that same morning. And a quote from him, There was no witness in the last case, but we found footprints of the beast and from the manner in which she was killed. We believe it was an attack by the same elephant, a 30-year-old working elephant named Natalie. She was eventually recaptured by her handler. All three victims died instantly after she stamped on their chests and stomachs, breaking their ribs. End quote. Their organs would have been popping out their oh eyes. Oh, God. Right? Like, you would just be smushed. Like, how many kilos kilos did I say they weighed? Like, six... 6,000. That is... Oh, that's more than a car. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, authorities then investigated whether the handler was negligent in letting the animal wander around freely. So... I don't know what to think about that one. I know. She probably was just like, fuck this. I don't want to work anymore. And then just went on a rampage. I feel like that every day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I love my job. (laughs) Yeah. So a bit of a shame. What do you do? It's it's obviously a bit of a pest. It's killed three people in one day. Mm, Yeah. And like if a human killed three people in one day. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tricky, tricky situation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go a smidge bit off topic, but not really. Um, if you're ever having a bad day, <laughs> I highly recommend going into YouTube and watching, um, baby elephant videos <laughs> because <laughs> they're so cute and clumsy. And when I was sort of doing some research, I just stumbled upon these cute videos of elephants and I was like, oh my God, they're so they got the big ears and <laughs> they're just so cute. So, <laughs> highly recommend. Check a photo up on Instagram of the baby uh, elephants. I will, 100%. Okay. So, the last story I've got for you, um, I kind of have a personal connection with. Really? Cool. I mean, not really, but um, it's about billionaire Tom Siebel and I was like, Siebel, that is the same program that I used when I worked at Telstra. So then I looked it up and sure enough, he was the founder of enterprise software company Siebel Systems. 
What does that do? Which is just a system. It's just a system. Um, it sucked then and it still sucks now, apparently, as one of my friends who still works there tells me. So. Yeah. Fuck you, billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Yeah, well, yeah, it sucks. It always crashed. It was always slow. And it, I don't think it's changed in the last 10 years. So. so this story comes from Forbes magazine in 2010. Forbes magazine, isn't that like where all the famous... The rich list. Yeah. So it happened in 2009, this incident. With that rich guy? Yep. Mm. Yep. So in 2009, Tom Siebel, his wife and his three daughters were on safari in Tanzania. They spent three days touring the Serengeti in the back of a Land Rover, seeing a lot of animals including wildebeests, lions, and zebras. The rest of the family were feeling quite jet-lagged and decided to take a day off sightseeing, so Tom asked the tour guide if they would be able to take a walking safari. The guide agreed, and Tom showed up the following day at 6.30am with his Nikon camera. The guide was equipped with a double-barreled .470 caliber rifle. That's a big one. Is that, it's a big gun. Is that a big gun? I know yeah. nothing about guns, so cool. Is that how you say it? Point four seven zero. Four seven zero caliber rifle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, quote: I don't anticipate we'll have any problems, but if we get charged by an animal, it's very important that we stand our ground because if you turn and run, we're going to get hurt because they chase things that run. Which is fair. What was he talking about? What animal? Just any type of animal. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why he was like, that's why we're taking a gun, you know, just in case. So in front of the lodge, there was a watering hole, which in the Serengeti was an attractant to migrating animals and saw a herd of, quote, big and mean and kind of super bad looking water buffalo. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They tiptoed around them and about 15 minutes later came upon a herd of elephants approximately... 180 metres away. Good distance. Cool. At this point, it's just daybreak and there is virtually no wind and it's very quiet. They could clearly see 15 or 16 elephants, half juveniles and half females, peacefully grazing and ripping branches off trees. All of a sudden, one of the larger females sat on her haunches, put her trunk in the air with ears fully extended and bellowed at them. So she was like, at them. How did she see them? She, with her eyes. 180 metres away? Yeah, I guess so. She paused for two seconds and made a beeline right towards them. Run! So, Are you not supposed to run? So if they can run at 40, kilometer, 40 kilometres an hour... And she's 180 metres away. How long will it take for her to get to them? Mr. Math. 30 seconds. 30 Okay, I just did some really quick maths on Google. (laughs) 16 seconds. 16 seconds. Okay. So the elephant is quickly closing in and the guy doesn't shoot. The elephant gets within 40 metres and he still doesn't shoot. 20 metres, 
no shot, 10 metres, still no shot, the elephant is closing in like, quote, a caterpillar tractor coming at you. At approximately four metres away, he shoots and misses. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. The bullet goes above the elephant's head. The elephant picked the guide up with her trunk and just threw him aside like a rag doll. Tom heard the air decompress out of the guide's body as the animal hurled him 10 metres away. Far out. He just like yeeted, yeeted him out of there. After tossing the guide aside, it walks right up to Tom. About two metres away and they both just stand there. He counts for three seconds. He can smell it. It has a pungent odour. He can see the grey, the hair follicles, the eyeballs, the trunk, the tusks and the foot. He thought to himself, what are we going to do now? The elephant then knocked him to the ground with its trunk. It rolled him, punched him, put a tusk through his left thigh and gored it before ripping it out sideways. Ouch. It stepped on his leg, kicked him, broke six ribs and ripped up his shoulder. Tom tried to protect his head with his arms. He felt every blow to his lower extremities. Quote, It just hurt so bad I couldn't believe it. Imagine what it's like taking an elephant tusk through the thigh or having a six-ton animal step on your leg. It just snaps. The pain was intolerable. I had one thought, please God, make this stop. After a while, he looked up. The dust had settled and the elephant was gone. It was dead quiet. He could see the guide about 11 metres away, curled up in a ball, wrapped around the rifle, playing dead. And Tom felt that the guide had pretty much served him up as a um, sacrifice. Because he had the gun. Yeah, but he was just thrown 10 metres. He was probably pretty hurt. Oh, he was fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we'll find out that he was fine. Um... So Tom told the guide that this might be a good time to reload his gun. <laughs> so the guide was virtually unhurt, so he called the lodge and brought out a group of pickup trucks and vehicles to surround Tom to keep the animals away. He lay in that same spot for three and a half hours. He couldn't move as his left thigh was flayed wide open and his right foot was dangling on the leg hanging on by two tendons and a flap of skin. Oh, my God. They finally managed to get him out of there and fly him to Nairobi. However, they weren't really equipped to treat such severe injuries. They cleaned up the wound site, put a stabilizer on his leg, and put him onto a plane back to the United States. It was a 20-hour flight, and through some type of error... They'd only packed 10 hours of morphine and 15 hours of fluids. (laughs) (laughs) By the time they arrived in San Jose, he'd lost two-thirds of his blood supply. They immediately performed surgery and was placed in the ICU for just days. A year and 16 surgeries later, he still has a... Ilizarov external fixator, 
which is used to mend, lengthen and reshape the tibia between your ankle bone and your knee. And um, I'll post a photo of it on Instagram. Yeah, so it's just pretty much a cage to help your bones grow yeah, together. that's it. Yeah. They also had to take a chunk of bone out of his pelvis and move it down to his ankle to try and get it to fuse together so that he'd have the hopes of walking again. Uh, I did find an update from 2017, which said that Tom had 19 reconstructive surgeries and relied on a wheelchair to get around. Throughout the process, he kept looking for a doctor who could help him make real progress. Quote, I would go visit physicians and they would explain that they're going to have to remove my leg and I'd say, okay, you're fired. <laughs> she is. Um, but he did find a doctor to assist him and a few years later he made a full recovery mm. and he's still a billionaire. So, yeah. So, yay for Tom not dying. Be <laughs> fun to have... All the money in the world. Yeah, wouldn't it? She just got um, cyborg legs or something. <laughs> like a... Um, cyborg. Just a prosthetic leg. Yeah, but with guns in it and stuff, so he could like go back and <laughs> shoot that elephant's leg. No, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I know. So, yeah, that pretty much concludes our elephant talk. I did find a lot of stories about herds of elephants just, like, invading um, just towns and the town members being quite scared because they'd just, like, come in and, like, rip the doors off a hut or um, squish a couple of people. And when they stampede, obviously, they can uh, become quite dangerous. But, um I would not want to come across an elephant. We have a safari zoo in Werribee. We yeah, should I know. go there one day. I've, yeah, I'm I've sure been, I did an overnight stay there one time. Did you? I did. It was fun. I got to pat a rhino. I'm not sure if I saw an elephant there. Do you remember that story about the elephant in Hawaii that uh, escaped the circus? I'm pretty sure it was a African uh, elephant. Yeah. And it killed its trainer and escaped oh. and and injured like 13 other people. Oh, wow. Got shot like 80 times. Wow. Um, in the public because it was running down the street and like there was like 10 cops shooting this one elephant. Oh, my God. And there's blood everywhere. I'm pretty sure her, yeah, her name, her name was Tyke. Yeah. Okay. If you want to look that up. Yeah. T-Y-K-E. K-E. I think I might do an episode about uh, elephants or animals just in general maybe going rogue. Uh, rampage. Rampage. Rampage episode. There was uh, another elephant. There was that, Mary. Mary. Um, there's a horrible, horrible photo of her um, being being hung for, I think she atta also attacked her trainer. Yeah, they called her Murderous Mary. Yeah, and it's so... But she's an elephant. Fucked up, like, you were the one who's been abusing her. Like, it's just, it's it's awful, but I'll probably do... I'll probably do an episode, because it is quite an interesting topic, um, but also really quite sad as well, because we don't want the death of any innocent animal. Yeah. So... And I'm, I think there's also a documentary about Tyke. 
I'd like to have a look and see yeah. what I can find on that because they are such incredible animals and, um, you know, that they're just so smart and I really don't... They definitely don't want to be locked up. No, and then just... No I, it's almost like uh, having, you know, orcas in... Yeah, at that's sea exactly w- that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, blackfish. blackfish, blackfish, and we absolutely will do an episode on orcas because we we watched Blackfish together, and that just left us both speechless. It was very heart wrenching, and just for everyone involved, and we're never ever going back to Sea World. <laughs> Not that the ones in Australia ever had. Orcas, but... But, I mean, people go to zoos. Look, I think there's a difference between conservation and just exploiting them. Yeah, because they made them do tricks and everything, Yeah, and they had them in pretty much a bathtub compared to their natural habitat of the ocean. Yeah, true. So, um, but we're not going to go off topic here, you know, we're talking Get about... political. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we have very strong views on... Uh, animal, How to treat animals. Animal ethics. So, um, but that rounds it up for our... Rounds it up. Wraps it up. Wraps it up for our elephant episode. Uh, thank you, Nathan, again for the request. Yeah, cheers, mate. We had fun talking about it, I guess. Researching it. Researching it. Um, I want to go and have a look at the elephants now because... Not at the zoo. <laughs> Not locked up. <laughs> Somewhere in a sanctuary and maybe, From a distance. maybe for our honeymoon, we could go to Thailand and go to some of those animal sanctuaries. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> okay, guys. And just another quick thing. Um, unfortunately, next week there won't be an episode as the border between Metro Melbourne and regional Victoria has opened. So I'm just going to spend some much needed time with my family. So, but the week after we will be back and I have a doozy for you. It's a good one. Is it? It's a good, good, good one. Gory and also like just scary. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. I can't wait to tell it to you guys. And if you could go ahead and like us on Facebook Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, still don't know how to use it. Gmail, uh, dangerous creatures podcast at gmail.com. And the most important thing, if you could just head on to Apple podcast and rate and review, that is a huge, huge, huge help for us and really gets the name of our podcast out there. And hopefully you'll join us next time, next time for a brand new discussion. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Bye.